Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome to Kevin Ant's Footy Rants. So this is the bonus episodes of the Kevin Clifton Show. So the normal chats about theatre and all that are still every Monday, but now we're doing these bonus football rants um, with me and radio presenter Anthony Rutherford. All right, Ant? I'm very well, mate. How are you? Are you calm? I'm, I'm just about calming down. I mean, I've, I've been through it this weekend, shouting at the TV. Honestly, I've but, really been through it. Yeah, I mean, you look drained, if I'm honest with you. I mean, we're looking at each other over Zoom here. And obviously, I know how passionate you are about football, as you do with me. And yesterday, I was sat in my hotel room in London, laughing, not because anything was happening that was funny around us, just because I was thinking of how irritated you were. That was actually making my idea the fact that I knew how stressed you were going to be because results just weren't going your way yesterday. And and I sat for two hours constantly getting messages like this, basically. He's kicked him in the back of the leg! He's kicked him in the back of the leg! That is it, constantly. He's kicked him in the back of the leg! So my life yesterday was Kevin Clifton sending voicemail, literally screaming at the, at the phone. I don't know what's happening. Why has he done this? What's happening here? Oh, we're all right. We're fine. Shit, we're not. Oh, I think I might have a, I'll have a cup of tea. No, I'll have a drink. Should we celebrate now? No, it was just constant. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Thank God for Harry Kane, as you see. Thank God for Spurs. As a Chelsea fan, thank God for Tottenham at the weekend. Never thought I'd say that. It, it, it comes to a point in your life when... You're now thanking Tottenham Hotspur for a result that's yeah. basically put you in the Champions League. Yeah. So my next door neighbour, Jamie, is is a Spurs fan. And he's in, he's booked a table with some mates to go and watch the Champions League final at the weekend. And he's invited me along. And I was saying to him, I, I was like, once Spurs equalised with Leicester, I was, saying to, I was uh, messaging him saying, if you guys can just hang on and do not let Leicester score another goal... For the rest of this game, I promise you, I will buy you all of your drinks at the weekend. You won't have to pay for a drink. It's like, just please, for the love of God, hold on. Um, and and then the, the final whistle. As soon as Gareth Bale's uh, goal went in to make it four two, he, he he sent me a message. He was like, "I'm having champagne at the weekend." <laughs> <laughs> You'll be buying it yourself. Um, just, just for anyone that doesn't know, obviously um, Chelsea played Aston Villa and yeah. Leicester were playing Tottenham. Yeah. And before the game, really, Chelsea was in their hands, wasn't it, Kev? It was in their hands, but I wasn't confident it was going to happen. The more the week went on, I was messaging my dad, who's a life, lifelong Chelsea fan, and I'm going, you know what? The fans are coming back now and it makes a difference. Liverpool are playing at home, Leicester are playing at home, and... Chelsea are playing away at Villa with their fans there with a returning Jack Grealish. I was like, this is not, this is not like a done deal. Well, Leicester, obviously, sorry, Everton ended up finishing, sorry, I'm going to start that again. Aston Villa ended up finishing 11th with a yeah. win against you guys. And we watched the game unfold. And as we're, as we're talking and you're sort of having a go at the way Chelsea are playing, Leicester end up going... 2-1 in front, um, which must have been <laughs> tearing your heart out. And Liverpool were winning and it was just, I was screaming. I, I, I was like, we've, we're, 
dealt with, dealt with, like it's all, it's all gone wrong. I told them, I, I said we should have played a proper <laughs> team against Arsenal. Why did we piss about against Arsenal? Why did we piss about against West Brom? Da, 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 screaming. And then Spurs equalised. Like, yes! Yes! <laughs> Running around the room. And then they went 3-2 up and it was like happy days. But oh, I'm so frustrated at, at Chelsea at the moment, at Tuchel. Like, we, we had this discussion last time. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I know everyone's going, oh, you know, it was disaster at Chelsea and then look how Tuchel turned them around. The fact is, when Lampard got sacked, and I'm a big Frank Lampard fan and I liked what was happening under Frank, when everyone's saying it was this big disaster, when Frank got sacked, we were five points off the top four. That's it. We weren't, we weren't in the bottom three. We weren't in the bottom yeah. half. We were, okay, at the table, it looked like eighth or whatever, but we were five points off, right? So it finished, it like, we finished what? Like it went, came down to goal difference with Leicester? Or maybe we were you're a point, point above. You were, you were a point above Leicester. One yeah. point ahead. So this big sort of, um, you know, revolution under Tuchel was a six point swing. It was, we, we gained six points over half a season on the top four because we finished, you know, we were five points behind them. We finished one point above them. That's all that happened. And it, it could have got, you know, look, I'm, I'm not here to say Tuchel out. I don't think we should be sacking Tuchel. I think he's done a decent enough job to get us there. But I just think, it doesn't feel great right now. It do, we don't look like a team transformed. Like I know the, the pundits are all going to say that. What a transformation under Tuchel. Yeah. I don't see that. I, I, I didn't like when we got smashed by West Brom, I, I was willing to say, oh, look, it's just down to his inexperience of the Premier League. Yeah. He thinks in yeah. Germany and in France, he thinks that there are some easy games. He thought there'd be some easy games in the Premier League, so he rotated the team. Then he didn't learn from that when we played Arsenal. And, and I was like, I was saying at the time, this was a massive game for us. Like this, this has got Champions League qualification, like is riding on this, on, on these last few games. And he messed about with the team, made seven changes. He played Kepper, gave him a run out and we got beaten and he put us in trouble. And everyone's got, oh yeah, but he's doing it because it's the FA Cup final coming up. And he lost the FA Cup final. And, he play, and what was so annoying was that he played Kepper in goal for the FA Cup final. Like, there's, that's inexcusable to me. Uh, I was like, you don't give your second keeper, who has been rubbish all season, a run out Chance. in the FA yeah, final, final. A, yeah. ahead of someone like Mendy, who's been solid for us. And the difference in that game for me, I know I'm going to rant, this was always going to happen because I'm ranting about Chelsea at the moment. The difference yeah. for me in that game was there was two wonder things hap happened, right? Tielemans came forward and had a wonder shot, and Kepper couldn't get to it. Could Mendy have got to it? We don't know. He's a better keeper, so his positioning might have been better, and he's a lot taller, so he might have been able to reach it. You know, people are going to say, no keeper in the world would have saved that. But if our chance would have gone in, they'd have said the same thing. No, no keeper in the world would have saved that. But Casper yeah. Schmeichel did save it, because he's a good keeper, and he got across, and he saved it, and he pulled out an absolute worldie of a save. The difference for me was that Brendan Rodgers chose to play Kasper Schmeichel and not whoever the Leicester number two keeper is. Yeah. 
we decided to yeah. play Pepper, who's been a liability all season and he's short for a keeper. And he couldn't reach that shot by Tielemans. Like, and also, the thing I've been screaming about with Tuchel is he plays such a defensive setup. He plays three centre halves, two wing backs, two defensive midfielders. That's seven defensive players. Yeah. That's what he does. And then he leaves the front three on their own up front with no service. So I've been screaming out all season why can't we play Kante and Mason Mount? in the centre midfield? Why can't we play Kante and Kai Havertz in the centre midfield? Or if you play Mason Mount there, then Havertz can play in the front three. You don't leave Havertz out. Like, we've, we've, Havertz has been the difference in the second half of this season. And also, he brings the best out of Timo Werner. Them two, them two link up together really well. Without him, Werner's a bit more on his own. Yeah. And, you know, his finishing hasn't been great this season. So what does he do? He leaves Havertz out. He leaves Havertz out, so we're going to leave Timo on his own. He plays two defensive midfielders. And what's the point in two defensive midfielders if Tielemans is going to get that amount of space to go forward? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. James That's the whole point of having a defensive midfielder in, yeah. He started Rhys James as, as a centre-half with Azpilicueta as a, as a wing-back. Rhys James has never played as a centre-half. He gave the ball away. It got to Tielemans. He had all the space in the world against our supposedly brilliant defensive setup with two defensive midfielders. He had all the space in the world to come forward and shoot against our second keeper who's not good enough. To me, that has to come down to Tuchel. It has to. Yeah. Like he made all the wrong decisions against Arsenal and then all the wrong decisions again in the FA Cup final, which means we lost the FA Cup final. And now we've played Aston Villa needing to win. Okay, he then turned around and we got the result against Leicester. And then it was just, we need to win against Aston Villa. And we, we were rubbish. Yeah. We were rubbish again. And he left out Kai Havertz again. Tammy Abraham can't even get on the bench. For me... That's I'll, a strange I'll, one. That is a strange I'll, one. By and the I'll give you yours, what you think about it in a minute. But to me... Under Frank, it felt like Chelsea. We were bringing through a group of youngsters. And we, we always talk about, like, does a manager need time? Because now we might say, well, Tuchel just needs a bit of time to da-da-da-da-da. For me, it was like Frank needed a bit of time. He was bringing through these youngsters that have come through the system at Chelsea, which felt brilliant. It felt brilliant to be a Chelsea fan at that point. And he got these new players in. He needed time to gel those new players with our young English kids coming through. We were five points off the Champions League when he got sacked. And to me, our playing style, okay, we've ended up, we've made up those points, those five points to get into the Champions League. You know, right? We're in a Champions League final. We're not going to win it. Man City, 100% are going to win the Champions League. I've got no confidence whatsoever that we're going to win it. And we lost in the FA Cup final. And to me, it feels like we're going backwards a bit. What do you think? Would, well, there's a lot to think about there. And I've got to be honest with you, there's a lot of things that we've been arguing with um, about, sorry, for example, Werner and, and players who I think you've made a really good point. And, and to be fair, you were right. Maybe he's not he's not a fantastic forward, but as for what he does for the team mm. is is incredible. Like he's, the, the amount of chances that he creates because of his movement and everything. I get that. Do I'm going to cut it short and I'm going to give you the easy answer. If um, you win the Champions League, does, does it's all forgotten and you start again next season, clean slate? No, I don't think so. Because, and, and again, I'm not saying he should Champions be... League, the Champions League. 
Yeah, which is what Robbie Di Matteo did. And then he got sacked. No, 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 it wasn't as easy as... No. He, did, he went... Robbie he Di Matteo won the FA Cup as well. We did the double. So he's already yeah, done but, more than Tuchel. But he only had four games before that? No, he was in for really? more than that. He was in for was longer it, than was, that. Was he? Yeah, Villa, it was Villas-Boas that got sacked. Yeah. It was Villas-Boas got sacked about halfway through and then Di Matteo took over. And he took us to the FA Cup final and the Champions League final, exactly like Tuchel did. And he won both. I remember he then, won them, but I, I thought he was only there for like literally... No, 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 no. He was there for like half a season. And so, so does that mean that Roberto Di Matteo is this genius coach that had to take us forward? It, you know, we sacked him not long later. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not saying Tuchel should be sacked. We, we, we've given him the job. He's got us to a Champions League final. You know, we've we've kicking and screaming limped over the line into the top four. So, you know, we, we've got to stick with it and see what he can do with a transfer window and, and whatever. I just feel I don't think we've improved really un, under him. I, I don't like our playing style and I don't think the team is improving. I don't see any signs that it's improving. Well, from an outside point of view, I think the defence, other than the, the obvious, which are probably big mistakes... Um, in, in those three games that you lost. But in general, I felt like the Chelsea looked a lot harder to beat under Frank Lampard. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he had finished between fifth and twelfth under Lampard because you never knew what you were getting. Like every week, it was you were either really, really good or really, really bad. There wasn't a, there wasn't a constant flow of, of sort of um, performances. You never really strung like more than two or three wins together. Um, and you know, obviously, if you're going to be in the top four, you need a consistent, hmm. you know, you lose but two we or three games. Far off. Like, we weren't 12 points off. You, we were five no, no, points no, off. But you've got to remember, look at, say, for example, Aston Villa at the beginning of the season. Hmm. They were they were up, up near the top until Christmas. Yeah. So, I know you're saying, like, well, it was only five points off, but... You know yourself, that can just fade at any point. The same as Liverpool. Liverpool looked like they were going to finish eighth or seventh. Mm. And they ended up third. So, so I think, I know you, you're saying like it's only five points that you've, you've gained on them, but you haven't really because you've overtook Leicester, who were top of the league at some point. West Ham were above you. Tottenham were above you. Arsenal were not. So they weren't Arsenal were the only team that weren't. Mm. So you've overtook pretend one, two, three, four, five, six, that's seven, that's eight teams you've overtook. But that's also because also they fell apart. I mean, like Everton. Yeah, but, but you still got to you still got to have the run, though. You still you, you, you can't. No team is gonna is not like say for example Newcastle. Newcastle were on a terrible run, and then we've we've ended up doing all right, and we'll speak about them later. But but I get what you're saying with the five points. That's all you've sort of gained, but you haven't really because you he's come in, and I think you would have slipped further behind. See, I don't. Lampard was there. I don't. I think there's every chance we, we would have finished in the top four. Because I, I just think, I, I think we sacked him after a run at his first bad run. Like, should Ancelotti get sacked now? Is, are we looking at Ancelotti? Because An- Everton were in prime position to finish top yeah. four a yeah. while back. Everton have finished 10th. I, I feel right? like they were Two places above Newcastle. Right. Yeah, but so does that mean ever, does Ancelotti get sacked now because he's he's lost the plot? He's not good enough for the Premier League anymore. There's a difference. There's a difference in Ancelotti and potentially Brendan Rodgers 
and um, David Moyes because those teams haven't spent anywhere near as much money as Chelsea. So, so they, they, I wouldn't say they should be sacked because of their their form. Chelsea should be finishing top four. Where, where Chelsea finish is where I, I would have said that's where they would finish at the beginning of the season. Um, new team, you've brought five, five, six players in. Something like that. Season. Yeah. Um, new manager, obviously now. And I, I would have said even if Frank was there, I would, have, I would have probably put you down as fourth beginning of the season. And mm-hmm. I said to you. I think you'll challenge next season for for the league because of the players you're bringing in, um, and I, th- I stand by that. I think Chelsea will be up there, regardless of the manager. I really do think that. I think they'll be challenging for the top two, three places next season. Um, well, I don't think we will. Now, I, th- I, I I think if you get a forward who can score goals or start playing Tammy Abraham's again, maybe um, Tammy Abraham won't be at the club next year. Strange that, by the way, mate. I know. So weird. I know. Like I don't, the commentators were all saying, and the club's top scorer is on the bench, or the club's top scorer is not yeah. even in the squad. Yeah. Is he injured? No, there's nothing wrong with him. Mm. They've obviously had a big fallout somewhere. Mm. I know they went out, to, they got caught, didn't they, at a club or something during COVID. So potentially that's maybe. He's, mm. I don't know if he was involved in that or not, but maybe there's something in that we don't know. Um, but it's just strange. Them kind of decisions really confuse me. And this is why I like a manager who, like like Ferguson, who would always back his players. But if they'd done something and they weren't playing, he would tell you. He would he would come out and he would say, well, I'm not picking him because he's done X, Y, or Z. That's yeah. it. That's the reason. That Forget it. That's done. Now, it's so, it seems like you never really find out why the player's not picked. Mm. Which is frustrating for fans because you know yourself, if you're sitting there thinking, why has he not got him in the squad even? It, it, it's a constant like aggravation towards the manager. And if he just said, look, he's not fit, he hasn't trained properly, he's been a dick or whatever, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. then you understand it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's hard now yeah. um, to get over it. But I think, I think you finished exactly where you should have this season. Yeah, well, what we've done is that our classic Chelsea, like, you know, ruthless, um, you know, we're not quite where we want to be right now. We've gone on a bad run of games, so sack the manager and get a bounce back. And we have, we've yeah. had a bounce and a new manager bounce under Tuchel. Now we've started falling apart already. Yeah. Like, and and I'm, I'm worried about next season, to be honest. Liverpool will be back next next year, won't they? I don't, I, uh, I think, I mean, we'll go on to them now because yeah. they've, they've had a, a really hard season and I think... I think the manager lost a little bit of his passion. For me, this is just obviously again whatever me and you see here is just our own yeah, sort of ideas. It's nothing. It's not facts here. Yeah. But from from my opinion, it looked like the manager that he was for the last three seasons, and that passion and that sort of spirit and the the happy go lucky manager that just you know when they conceded a goal, he sort of shook his head and thought you know that was a good goal. Is went from being that to all of a sudden quite miserable and quite um, serious. And when he was asked in press conferences about things, his answers were really sharp and, and edgy and he, and he got really... And that was before they went on a bad run. Um, I mean, they didn't do great at the end of last season. Neither, to be honest, they haven't had a great sort of year, if you like. Mm. However, we've both said it off air before. When you look at where they finished, I, I've got no idea how that's happened. How the hell have Liverpool finished third? Honestly, I, Marnie hasn't scored. 
goals. Um, Firmino hasn't scored goals. Salah's been nowhere near as good. You've got keepers having to rescue them, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, the game from second game from last, which basically is getting in the, in the Champions League, if I'm honest, that goal. Um, it's probably the most important goal of the season. Yeah. <laughs> and it's come from a keeper because the, the forwards can't score. But, I mean, it's a mark of a good team, isn't it, where you can finish in third and have an absolutely horrendous season. Man, yeah. you used to do it all the time. Yeah. Well, even Man U, like, Man U this year, like, I feel like they've sort of gone under the radar. They've sort of finished second in the, in the league. But, like, I mean, have they been brilliant? Like, they've obviously, Oli's done a good job, to be fair, because yeah. I, I was always, for a while, like, I was always like, I don't think Solskjaer's going to last there very long. Like, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't think he's experienced enough, blah, blah, blah. But then he sort of has. They're just comfortably second. Really weird when you, because you'll never understand the way that we look at other other clubs. Because Newcastle as a club, especially the last 10, 12 years, I can say this along with probably a lot of other teams like Everton, like Southampton, like Brighton, where you complain, you're complaining, and yes, you're finishing fourth, you're in the Champions League final, you'd be in the FA Cup final, and you're still not happy. And that's the way we look at my new fans because. These fans have wanted Ollie out up until two weeks ago. They were still chanting that they wanted Ollie out. Yeah. The guys finished second to probably one of the best teams that's ever played in the Premier League. Yeah. Like this, unbelievable this season, Man City. Fantastic. Um, no one was going to catch them. It was impossible. Like we can say that now. Yeah. Like, that was an inevitable from day one that Man City were going to win the league this season. It didn't matter what you could play that. I think the only team that would have come close was the. The Barcelona team with Iniesta and Xavi, and yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. when they hit that peak, yeah. when Pep was there, I think yeah. that would have given them a run. But I think the way this Man City team play and the way he's changed it round, they've gone a little bit more free flowing rather than that tick attack sort of in the middle and then go out wide. Mm. Now Man City are, are doing that everywhere, yeah. so it's hard to contain them. Yeah. And when they lose the ball, they seem to have twelve players. It's it's the weirdest it's- thing. Yeah, like, I love watching Man City. They're my my favorite team to watch. But, yeah. Like, it's almost like they don't. It's like they have to at the beginning of the game put out a formation, like a four three three or whatever. But it's almost like they don't. <laughs> they don't sort of have a formation. It's yeah. just every, everyone plays everywhere. They just yeah. they, they play a system, not a formation. Like if you if you stop the game thirty five minutes in, and it's here, for example, Newcastle against Everton, you stop the game at thirty five minutes. Those players, it's 74 minutes, would probably be in more or less the same position mm. for both teams. If you yeah. stopped it at one minute and then five minutes and then 10 minutes in Man City, yeah. none of them would be in any position whatsoever near, near what they're playing. Yeah. It's crazy. Unbelievable and to watch. It, it, baffles, it baffles me how, how a team can attack so quickly and, and with so many players, but when they lose the ball, have so many players around the ball. Yeah, I just don't get how they can do that. It's it's yeah. crazy. I genuinely think it's going to be a Mullerin in the Champions League final. I uh, think see. are going to. I think it's going to be one of those finals. You know, like the the Barcelona final against Man United, when yeah. Man United just couldn't get the ball. Rio Ferdinand yeah. talks about like I just I hardly touched the ball. I couldn't yeah. get it. I couldn't get anywhere near the ball. Like they just. Carrick said it was his worst night of his life because he just yeah. couldn't get anywhere near any of the midfielders. No matter yeah. what he done. Yeah. I like. I think it's going to be one of those nights. I think they're going to. 
I, I think it's going to be 4-0 or something. I don't know because I think for some reason this Chelsea team have got the better of Man City of a couple of seasons now, a couple of times now. And I think Not that sure. I think that there's something in it with him and Pep because I think this I think he's only been him once, Tuchel. Uh, sorry, Pep, the whole right. time in uh, Germany and all the rest of it. Mm. So in France, so I think there must be something. That, you know, sometimes you've just got that team and that manager that knows yeah. how to beat you. Yeah. It might struggle with other teams, but then they come up against like, Barcelona, had probably had one team that they always struggled against, and it might have been like a, like a Getafe or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. On that point, what about the um, European leagues? Did you see, see in France? So Pochettino's lost the French league. Really? Lille have won the French league over PSG. Oh, yes. Sorry, yes, they did, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. So has gone over there to, to manage PSG and walked, walked, basically walked them over the lane, and it's never yeah, happened. They finished second to Lille. And what about in Spain? Neither Real Madrid or Barcelona yeah. winning the title. Atletico. I think the best thing was that I think that Suarez scored the goal that basically kept yeah. that was second from last game that kept Barcelona out of the t- title uh, title race, and then obviously scored in the. The last game as well. It, it, some things are written in the stars, aren't they? Yeah, unbelievable. It's the same as Aguero scoring in the in the, the two goals he scored in the last game to yeah, break yeah. the record. Yeah, I know it, it had to happen, didn't it? Yeah. It just had to happen. Talking yeah. about goal scorers, actually, do you think that um, Kane will Kane will break the record for Shearer's record in the Premier League? How many? Oh, he's still quite a few off. Yeah. I think he's still got a hundred or something to go. Right. It depends where he goes. Like, do you think Jim Kane's going to City? Well, let's talk. I was going to wait to talk about this, but yeah, let's have it. I don't know where it fits him because for me in my head, yeah. I feel like he's more of a Man United player. That's what I think. I can see him at Man United. It's, yeah. I can. Talk of Chelsea trying to do a massive bid for him, but I just can't see him going to Chelsea. He'd, he'd be so, perfect, but. I can't see him going to Chelsea. I don't know why. I, I can see him going to Man United. Yeah, I think I think he'll be more. He'll be more because I I do think players as much as we we hate admit it. I think that they still want to be accepted by the fans. And I think if he went to Man United, I think he's probably going to feel a little bit more at home than he would at a Chelsea. Just because it's he's swapping over, take like a Saul Campbell kind of thing. You're never really going to be accepted that much, are you? Mm. Um, when you've come from the rivals. Regardless he, how good you do. Yeah. I know he's been quoted as saying that he would love to play with Kevin De Bruyne. Really? Yeah. He said it's Can you imagine them two together? Oh my god. I mean it, be- you might as well give you might as well give up. Yeah. If 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 Kane joins Man City next season, just stop. Just stop. Yeah. I, I I've got a feeling Haaland's going to City though. This is the other thing. I've I've read a couple of things and they've said that because Kane's quite a, um, a, a team player, I, you know, he scores thirty goals a season, but you can see how many. Assist, I mean, I think he's top of the assist as well, yeah. and because he's he's very unselfish as a forward for how many he scores. Yeah. Whereas Haaland is one-dimensional. He, he, I mean, he can do everything, but his one focus is he wants to score as many goals as possible, and yeah. I don't think. I don't think Pep's um, it's it's uh, what's his Zlatan had that 
mentality the same as Haaland's got, I think. Mm. And they didn't obviously get on because I think it was that case of it's a team, you're a part of it, and that's as simple as it is. You do what's best for the team. And I I just kind of see Haaland fitting in as well as it came would, maybe. Right, right, right. And I think this is I think I see Harry Kane going to Man U in my head, but I think realistically, I think you'll go to City and I think Haaland will end up in Man U. Right. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Well, Haaland's the type of player that I could see going to Chelsea and then being rubbish. Yeah. Torres. <laughs> yeah. Torres, yeah. Shevchenko. Yeah, the list goes Yes, you've got... You, you've, I, I just... I don't know why the appeal... For Liverpool, because there's no, there's been no talk of Liverpool. Liverpool have just won the league. They've probably been the best team in the, in Europe for the last two, three seasons. Yeah. Um, and like overall, you know, to watch them, they were quite. You win, you score one, we'll score two, kind of team. Yeah, like the old Newcastle team. And nobody's mentioned like, oh, Liverpool are going in for this player, or that player. Yeah. Like there's, there's been no talk of it, which is a bit weird because you would think after winning the league, they would want to start. Building again, you know. Yeah. yeah Unless like, they've got no money. Ferguson always used to say, didn't he? Like, even after you've won the league, that's when you have to improve. Yeah. Again. Don't stand still. How much? How much do you think um, Harry Kane and Haaland are worth right now in today's market? Kane's still got a few years on his contract as well, hasn't he? Yeah. So we're talking a hundred mil or something, aren't we? I th- I think Kane is closing in on the two hundred mil. You reckon? Oh, I, I honestly, hundred percent. Bloody hell! He's guaranteed thirty goals a season. Yeah, that gets you in the Champions League nine times out of ten. It's just unfortunate that he was in a Tottenham team that's gone completely tits up. Yeah, yeah. But then in Holland, Holland, younger. Yeah. He hasn't played in the Premier League though. He's just all he's doing is playing in Germany, where to be fair, there's four teams. You, you can score five goals and against. There's not many teams that in in the Premier League that you can do that against week in week out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like it's a lot harder. It's a lot stronger. It's. There's also you hear a lot about um, and 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 here's the other one. And out of all of them, the player that I would if I could have any of them is about it. He's a Chelsea player. Mbappe is the one that I would want. He's, yeah. he's amazing, Mbappe. He's rapid as well. And I think and I think he'd have no problems in the Premier League as well, adapting. And I don't think he'd have any problems. I, th- I think he's that kind of player. I think he's just, he's one of them. Like, like you, you know, like Ronaldo can just play anywhere. Yeah, just want to play. I think Mbappe is the same. So he's, he's the one. Well, Here's one for you. I've seen a day um, that Real Madrid are open offers for Hazard. Should yeah. Should have Hazard back? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. He's gone off the boil, hasn't he? Since he got injured for a long time, yeah. he just he looked a shadow of the player that was at Chelsea yeah. and he played in, in the Champions League. And, um, and that, you know, Chelsea have got Ziyech and Hudson-Odoi and Pulisic and Mount, and Havertz, and Werner. It's like Hazard is not the player that Chelsea need now. No. 
You've got better players coming through, basically. Yeah, yeah. What about um, Santo leaving Wolves? Yeah. You think he's going to Tottenham? Spurs? Well, I said this. I said this to you. What three weeks ago? Four weeks ago? Can you remember? Yeah. We were mentioning where managers were going to go, and I, I could see him at Spurs. To be honest, I can see him at Spurs, and I feel yeah. like the timing of the announcement. I feel like there's something in place already. Yeah. 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 I don't think. I think. Ryan, May- I, I hope Ryan Mason didn't think that he was getting that job because mm. he seems like a really nice kind of a lad. And yeah, you know what happened with him, and he had a career going, and obviously he got a really bad injury, and had to retire early. And it, it, I like people like that to do well, like. But I just hope that he, in his head, I hope that he wasn't yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. "This is me now. I'm, I'm sorting. I've got the team." Because that's too big. That is a too big of a job for someone to just go in without any experiences. Mm. You need to be four or five years down the line before you're getting anywhere near that for me. Yeah. That, I know Especially was, right now. There was talk of um, Tottenham trying for Brendan Rodgers. So let's move on to Leicester, right? Leicester, unfortunately for them, and obviously I you know, wanted Chelsea to get into fourth, but I did feel sorry for Leicester because I like Leicester. Yeah. And amazing things, you know, when they won the Premier League. They won the FA Cup. They deserved it. They've been brilliant. Um, I don't know if this changes things in terms of Brendan Rodgers or whether he just stays at Leicester. And also, I want to ask you then, Brendan Rodgers, is he a better manager than Thomas Tuchel or not? Who's a better manager? Uh, I hate when people don't give answers straight away, but I... I, 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 I think he is. Tuchel has had the bigger, I would say, the bigger clubs, potentially. Yeah, PSG and Chelsea and Dortmund. Um, Dortmund and, and, and probably, I mean, to be fair, Brendan Rodgers has had Swansea promoted and kept them up for a couple of seasons. Celtic, when there were there was no Rangers. There was, so he, yeah, he, all he's done is... Come, uh, he's failed at Liverpool. He should have won the league at Liverpool. 100%. Well, but then, but then he Liverpool at no point ever looked like winning the league, and he was the one, you know, a pre-Klopp. He was the one that got him closest. Like, yeah, but, Gerard but he, he fucked that up. up. He, Gerard messed it you up. Can, you can blame Gerard for one mistake, but it wasn't one mistake. There wasn't just one thing that happened. There was a few games where I thought. But if it hadn't yeah. have been for that Gerard slip, they would have won the league. Yeah, but take your Gerard hatred out of it. But what I'm saying is, if Gerard <laughs> no. had slipped, Brent, they would have Brendan, Rod- and, Brendan and Rodgers and isn't Brendan a better Rod- manager than Tuchel. I think he is. Not yet. I think he is. Tuchel, what's, if you look at what Tuchel's done then, like you're saying like, oh, Brendan Rodgers, he did Celtic when Rangers weren't there. Like Tuchel what? It was manager of Dortmund. So you, you've got Bayern Munich to beat, which he didn't. And then... You know, so second with Dortmund, right? Well, everyone comes second with Dortmund. He's PSG, won the league with PSG. Like, I don't know how Pochettino managed to mess it up, but, but like, it's not rocket science winning the league with PSG. I, I, it's, it's hard because Chelsea and, and you know, lot, you might win the Champions League. Lost, that's the thing. Lost to Brendan Rodgers in the final of the FA Cup. Could, he could potentially win the. He got in the. He got in the final of the, of the FA Cup, and I agree. Yes, he lost it, obviously, but 
he could end up winning you, get finishing you finishing you fourth and winning the Champions League in his first season, half a season, with um I think did he break the record for the most it's a cup Dima that. That's yeah, but yeah, you're asking us if he's a better manager. Halfway through and won a cup competition. Okay, it's the Champions League, but it's a cup competition. Yeah, but but Di Matteo hasn't had a the record before or after. It's been horrendous. Tuchel's different. He's had he's won La Liga. He's won the, the F. Well, the, the FA Cup. Uh, sorry, League One. I meant sorry, mate. Yeah, but the, with PSG. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying he's he's had he's still had to do them things, and he's still be, still been in a position to do that. Um, still had to do it with Celtic, and he went just he he did an unbeaten season. Yeah, he did, but Neil Lennon also won the league with Celtic for three years in a row. Neil Lennon's not a better manager than Thomas Tuchel, is he? No, but looking at what Rogers exactly. No, but no, but he hasn't done what Rogers has done. He hasn't done what Rogers has done with Leicester, he, and he hasn't done what Rogers did with Liverpool, and he hasn't done what Rogers did with Swansea. To me, Rogers is a success everywhere he goes. I with, like him. By the way, he's, the, yeah, and he's a success. You're preaching, the, you're preaching the, to the converted, but I just think the question you asked us was: Is he? And I don't, I don't if think he's, could, if if Newcastle sacked Bruce. And you had the opportunity and the money, you know, say there's the takeover and whatever, and you could have Brendan Rodgers take over or Thomas Tuchel right, take over. Right now, I'll, I've got to be honest, I would probably take Brendan Rodgers, yeah. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah. And, yeah, and so as, a, as a Chelsea fan, if I was offered it, I would rather have Brendan Rodgers take us over than stick with Tuchel, if it was on the table, if it was a possibility. Isn't that mad, though? This is what I mean. You use a lot of crackers. No, you're never ever going to be happy. You, you are never going to be happy unless you win the league, the FA Cup, and the Champions League in the same year. No, and if you don't, you, that's this is your problem. The the the, you're the same as sort of. But it's about wanting West Ham for the club. I'm just saying. Look, if we're offered Pep Guardiola, we'll take him. I'm saying if Chelsea were offered Pep Guardiola for next season, I'd yeah, take of course. Him. If we're yeah, offered Jurgen Klopp for next season, I'd take him. If we were offered Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for next season, I'd probably stick with Tuchel. But if I'm offered Brendan Rodgers next season, I'd go with Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. No, I, I just, I just, I, I just don't get it. I just don't, and, I, and people that are listening may feel the same as me. When, <laughs> when, when, when you've had, when you've had no success, and then you look at a team that are complaining because they're having success because at the end of the day, your team have, have been successful this season, regardless of how you look at it. Now, but you, you can shake your head and do all that, right? Because people can't see you doing it. But <laughs> you, have, you have had a successful season. Chelsea have not, like, haven't been in a Champions League final since when? 2012. 2012, so nearly 10 years. And so, so that's fantastic. That's brilliant. You can't say that... If you if if I set you at the beginning of the season, you're going to finish fourth, get into the FA Cup final and the Champions League final, you would have absolutely bit my hand off. Anyone would, any sane person apart from Man City support, I would take that. You, you, take you, it. You, yeah. 
But yeah. then be, to be disappointed, this this is the difference. So if I said to you at the beginning of the season, that was what would happen, you would take it and you would think that would be a good season, that. Champions League final, FA Cup final, finish fourth. Now, now you're in that position and yeah. you're absolutely gutted that, that you're in that position. Like You're devastated that you're a Chelsea fan right now. I can tell you, you, you don't want your manager. You're not happy with him. No. Like you hear, it's crazy when you think logically how mad football is, and it makes you warped a little bit because you believe. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying that I think Brendan Rodgers is a better manager, and I know it's all hypothetical. Brendan Rodgers ain't coming to Chelsea, but like, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, yeah, he's got a link there, though. I think the narrative is Tuchel has done this massive transformation. Tuchel has done what Di Matteo did. And we're happy for Di, Mo- Di Matteo. But I, I don't think it was a, a massive transformation. I think Di Matteo came in and steadied the ship. And we did well to, uh, we did really well at the end of it to win the FA Cup and Champions League. And, yeah. But he wasn't the right man to take us forward. Oh. Um, for me, I'm, I worry that like, we've, had a man- we've had a bounce, a new manager bounce under Tuchel. And we've sacked a club legend for it. And at the moment, I'm saying at the moment, he might prove me completely wrong. I hope he does. But at the moment, I haven't seen enough in the way we play to think that anything's going to be any different next season in terms of us moving forward. Yeah. I I, I do get you and I I, I sympathise with you to to a tiny little point. And and the more I look at it from an outside point of view when you bring us into it, um, I do, I do get it a little bit more. Like when we first started talking about it, I was sort of like taking the mic a bit, saying, "You're joking." <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, whereas after three or four weeks of me and you absolutely battering each other and, and giving it like, oh, like I am actually coming round to a little bit more to think like, yeah, I understand that that is a bit of a disappointment now. However, I'm still not having it that it's that bad, mate. <laughs> let's let's look at some other teams. <laughs> I tell you, has done well, and you know it, it pains me to say it, but Stephen Gerrard's gone the season unbeaten. Yeah. Rangers. Yeah, amazing, amazing, and and that is that is what I mean. I think that that achievement is probably bigger than what Brendan Rodgers done at, at Celtic, and and this isn't me have this isn't me trying to get a rise out of you. By the way, saying that That's a big statement. I, <laughs> no, I, I, exactly. But I, I do believe that after a team that have been what was it six year ago mm. in the second division, yeah, third division even. Sorry, of the of the Scottish leagues to to come up and then I think they've only been back in the Premier League three seasons, um, and to win the leagues, unbelievable, unbelievable. Because there's not money, there's not that much money up there. Wow. As much as we think there is, there's not. So you you can buy a few better players if you're Rangers and something, but it's not ridiculous amounts. I mean, there's players playing in the first division, as in like not the championships of the first division in the English league that are on a lot more money than they are up in Scotland. Um, so for me, that's, it's, a, it's, it's massive. It's massive. And I think this is what I meant with Frank Lampard. And I know we, we talk about, I don't want to go back to Chelsea, but we talk about sort of Lampard. I'm using him as an example yeah. of getting the job too soon. I think, the, what Lamp Gerard's done to to put it in context and in in build on a on something that instead of giving it one or two seasons he stayed there and he's he's really put his mark on it and won something. At the next job he gets, I think it'll be 
the one he has for the next 10 years. I don't think it's going to be in and out. And I just wish Lampard, because I really like Lampard, and I wish he had done that. I wish he had just waited a little bit longer. He couldn't, because if Chelsea comes knocking at anyone's door, you're going to say yes. So yeah. he probably didn't want the job at that moment in his career. He probably wasn't ready for it. He probably knew, but you can't turn it down. Mm. However, I think we see it. Unbelievable, unbelievable, Gerard. If you were Steven Gerrard would and they came calling, would you take the Spurs job? Would you take the Wolves job? Would you take the Crystal Palace job? You know what? I think I I, I think he might go for somebody like a, a Wolves or a Crystal Palace for the simple fact I, I don't think he wants anyone else other than Liverpool. Yeah. And I think I think if he goes to someone like at Spurs or a Chelsea or a you know, one of the top sort of six, eight clubs. Yeah. I think then there's pressure for one and it puts him out of this hero, iconic sort of mm. um, person that he is in Liverpool and the whole reason why he didn't want to leave Liverpool was because he wanted to do everything for his town and his city. I think that goes if you manage a, a different kind of club, whereas Crystal Palace are never going to be you challenging Liverpool. Mm. Um, Wolves are never going to be challenging Liverpool. So I think he's safe in that. You know, where, where the... So I, if it was me, I would probably go for... So if, if, to be honest, I wouldn't go in this country. I would I would potentially go somewhere, you know, Spain or, or France or somewhere, Germany yeah. potentially, where he could cut his cloth a little bit more because yeah. he's done it the right way for me. I think I think it's a bit more experience and then come back in and manage Liverpool when Klopp leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to happen one day at Liverpool. Will, yeah. Wolves, will, Wolves will have another Portuguese manager. So I think it's like it's Spurs and, and I think Santo will end up at Spurs. So yeah, I do. I do. That means the Crystal Palace job. Can you see him? At, can you see him at Palace then? I just I can't. I could see I could see Lampard at Palace. Yeah, I could see him and Jordi going down there, but I don't think. Um, I don't think I'll tell you where it would be a good fit for Gerard. And I think Newcastle would be fantastic for Gerard. Yeah. I think because would of you the fans. Have him than Steve Bruce. If you were offered it heart, right now, would you in say in my yes? heart? In my heart, yes. Yeah, I would. But in my head, after the season we've had and after what he's been through and after what he's done over the last sort of two, three months. You, I'm one of these, you've got to give them a chance and we're never going to be winning leagues, we're never going to be challenging for Europe at the minute with the money we've got and the squad we've got, so he can only do what he's got, you know, it's yeah. finished 12th at the end of the day, oh. it's an achievement in my eyes, so why would you get rid of someone that's, the football's not great, I'll be honest, mm. but we've got Tim Maximum, who looks absolutely fantastic yeah, for brilliant. three minutes of a game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then he's the kind of lad that you would, you know, when you were at school and you had that player who used to take everyone on three times and then score. And then whenever he got tackled, he used to cry and take the ball away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't play anymore. Yeah. That's the kind of player he is. 100%. Like, like 100%, that is him. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll be gone after next season, I think, because he's, he's getting better and better every game and he's starting to learn that he's got to track back and he's got to pass. So, um, yeah, he'll be gone then. But, but yeah, I would, I would definitely... My heart says Steven Gerrard, my head says keep Bruce in because he's, he's done a good yeah. job. Yeah. Um, do you know, just on, a, on another subject, Kev, 
we've got so many internationals playing in the Premier League now that sometimes well, English players get a little bit lost in that. And I think we've got a really good crop of English players coming through, yeah. which me and you are very excited about. Obviously, we'll speak about this hopefully over the next few weeks as well. Um, I think we've got a really good chance at the Euros. But when you look at the top goal scorers in the Premier League, the top 10... Um, are there is one, two, three, four, five, six. Sorry, top 11, six players, English players in the top 11 goal scorers, which is fantastic. You've got Harry Kane first, Salah second. I don't know how that happened, by the way. Yeah. Fernandez third, midfielder, crazy. Oh. Bamford fourth, Sons fifth, uh, Calvert Lewin sixth, Jamie Vardy seventh, Watkins eighth. Lacazette ninth, Gundogan and a G- uh, Callum Wilson joined tenth. Um, it's positive, isn't it? It's really good. I'm excited about the England team. I was trying to write down my England squad again the other day when I was on the train, <laughs> and I don't know. I- I've got like okay, my first eleven, second eleven, and then like the four other players because it's a twenty-six man squad, right? Yeah. Um, and then started writing down like a load of maybes. Like that are in contention. Let me see if I can find it. Hang on. So it's hard. It's hard when you're looking at the England squad because week by week you just think, actually, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, and this it changes all the time. But I wrote down, and you've got to think like about who's playing well at the moment and what sort of a yeah. player they are and how they work. Da 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 da. Um. So I had first team. Dean Henderson, Alexander Arnold. Really? Yeah. Now, um, Maguire, Stones, and Chilwell. Three in midfield Rice, Mount, and Foden. And then across the front, Sterling, Grealish, and Kane. I still think you've got to go with Grealish. Yeah. Then, second team, I had Pickford, Walker, Mings, Cody, and Shaw. Midfield, Phillips, Ward, Prowse, and Bellingham. And then across the front, Rashford, Greenwood, and Bamford. And then four other players, Pope as your keep, keeper. And then I'd take probably Calvert Lewin, Hudson O'Doy, and Sancho. Yeah. And then, I, and then I started writing down players that I'd left out of that 26 that, that I would consider in contention. Right? Listen to this. Madison. Yeah. Jordan Henderson. <laughs> Winks. Deli Alley. Lingard. Saka. Wan-Bissaka. Reese James. Trippier. Saka. Michael Keane. Callum Wilson. Watkins and Willock. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's that's a bit of a team, the ones that I've left out. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, how lucky are we, by the way, to have... And did you have Jude Bellingham in your 11 yeah. as well? Yeah, I've yeah. had Bellingham in my second 11. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know how it, it, all of a sudden it's happened and we've only got potentially two or three of these players are in the highlight of their career, like, the, you know, coming to the end of it, like Sir Jordan Henderson. There's only a few. The rest of these players, uh, even even someone like uh, um, Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire's only 28. 
Yeah. He's not like he's not like an old, he's probably in his peak. Mm. Um the, the goalkeepers are all young, they're all under 30, so they've yeah. got like five, six year easy. Henderson's only 24, which is really young for a goalkeeper, especially yeah. an international goalkeeper. Um I'm interested to see you say that you would have um Trent Alexander mm. in the starting, the very first starting, because for I wouldn't me, have a few weeks ago. You you had you had Wambasaka not even in year twenty six. Now he would be my first choice. Would he? Because I've, as a defender, it, it, there's not one player I've seen get past him. He's unbelievable at defending, and he gets forward as well. I know I know the qualities of having a Alexander Arnold because his footballing skills were hmm. second and none is is in that position. Um, I just think. When it comes to a quarter final or a semi final, he's not that good at defending. I don't know. I I just you know he he's won a Champions League final. Bit don't get us wrong. I, I'm not saying that the lad's not a good player, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't have him. I just think that Juan Bissaka is on an overall better attacking defensive player. See, see, I think overall Alexander Arnold is better, and I think he offers you a bit of magic as well that that Wenbisaka doesn't have. Like he yeah. offers you that perfect cross into the box when we need that goal against Croatia. Do you know what I mean? He, I think Alexander Arnold offers us that which Wenbisaka doesn't. And then, and I love Carl Walker. I think they're the they're the main two in terms of yeah. right backs. Um, I like Walker. I think. He brings the experience, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and you know, and then you're leaving out Wambisaka, Reese James, and Kieran Trippier. Yeah, and, and to be fair. Good right backs. <laughs> Kieran Trippier has just won La Liga. Yeah. Wambisaka has just finished second in the league. And he's you've about got, to the Europa League final. Yeah. And then you've got um Reece obviously playing in the Champions Walker. Walker's won the league. Champions League final, Rhys James, like you say, Champions League final. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Why have we, we got had, right backs? <laughs> we had Gary Neville for 10 years and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Now we've got all these right backs. Yeah. Basically, you could fill you could fill your defenders up with right backs and not be disappointed. Yeah. Do you take Connor Cody? I got Connor Cody in my second eleven, Mings and Cody. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sold on Mings. I think he's got a mistake in him. I think good for a squad. I wouldn't start him. He would be nowhere near my starting eleven. Um, I think. No, I wouldn't. No, I've got starting, but I've got him in the squad. I think Maguire and Stones is is yeah. got to start. Um, but the thing is, Stones has still got that one mistake I in know. him, which I frightens know. us. You've got to play him. Like, it has to be Maguire and Stones. Surely, but. but but mate, you know when you look and you think of a position where you want your most exciting players to be, and it's always midfield. Midfielders, goal scorers, are always going to get the credit. But when you've got a good midfielder in a team, that's the one that the kids want on that back. Like it's always this, you know, like a Gaza, like a Waddle, like a Hoddle. Um, I'm rhyming now, but you know what I mean. It's it's that kind of Beckham. Mm. Um, we've got, <laughs> we've got. Jude Bellingham, Foden, Grealish, Mount, Declan Rice, Ward Prowse, who nobody even goes on about, but he's I like amazing. Him. 
He's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Calvin Phillips, who's who's constantly, at, he's now becoming my Jordan Henderson player. Mm-hmm. The one where you look at him, doesn't get all the accolades, but you watch them and they're just constantly there. Yeah. Breaking the play, they can play the football for, they can play back, they're comfortable running. He's very good, him, by the way. Yeah. Um, very good. And I'm just thinking, like, if, if, for example, this was Southgate's last one, I wonder if he's set to go to like a Spurs or something. That's Spurs, a point. Spurs or a Wolves or a Palace or a. The you problem know. you've got is who, at this moment in time, who would take the England job? Well, if if we don't have a successful Euros, who who, who who's next? Like who, I, I don't mean who you would who who would take it because anyone would take it, but I just mean who who could you get? That you know. Yeah. Like right now, the most managers are right in the middle of building something at a club. The only one that's probably <laughs> anywhere near would be Sean Dyche. But not having Sean Dyche as England nah. manager, I don't care what anyone says. Frank Kick Lamp- him in the balls. Kick him in the balls. Go on. <laughs> it would be one of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard. Mourinho, if he hadn't gone, if he hadn't gone to Roma, would have oh, had Mourinho as England manager. Yeah. Can you imagine how suave that England team would be with him in? <laughs> Mourinho. There's not really any managers there, is there? No. I think there's going to be there's going to be some a bit of a turnaround, isn't there, of managers? The Germany managers got- leaving at the end of the at the end of the tournament. You yeah. Know, all these managers end up leaving, don't they? Like is is the is Deschamps still going to be there at the end of it? He's, he's changed. He's made on a few of the players that he didn't like as well, hasn't he? Enrique. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Ramos has been left out of this yeah. Spanish squad? Yeah. Crazy, oh. isn't it? Yeah. It's all changed. We're getting old. We're getting old, mate. All right. Who's who's your manager of the year in the Premier League? Uh, manager of the year for me because we've got because someone who we haven't talked about yet as well that you've got to throw in the mix I, I, I know he's not going to be your pick ultimately for manager of the year but David Moyes has done a cracking job yeah amazing like, um, absolutely amazing job no one's and I think yeah I think that he's, he's definitely not getting me, me managers um, no. but but I think the, the job he's done however this shows the the difference in a manager that is at one level and a manager that's been there and done it. David Moyes has never actually proceeded past sort of fourth, fifth. He had them few years with Everton, mm. um, didn't really do anything at Man U. And, and I think there must be some sort of experience again from winning the league or finishing second, you know, like being there or thereabouts. Mm. Because these managers that have never done it, they get in a position and all of a sudden it just goes to pot. Um, which kept happening in Liverpool with these managers that never done it. Yeah. And Klopp's obviously been there, done it. And so I think um I think West Ham have, have probably been the biggest overachievers in the league mm. this season. Yeah. Well, the manager of the season has got to be Pep. Yeah. Just, just for, for me, for the simple fact that he he, he brung the, the ticky tack kind of football over the high press, played it for three seasons or two seasons, realized that teams had started copying and started being able to destroy the press yeah. and then we spoke about at the beginning of the season how we watched a few games and it was like he had completely changed the way City played 
but kept it the same at the same time. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's he's evolved the football again for probably the fifth time. Yeah. Um, and to do that in the space of a year, of realizing that what you're doing is not working, and then be able to do it and win the league so well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, think, and I do think this is his year for the Champions League with with Man City. And I, I would love, I would love to say that to be honest, not not because I want to laugh at you, but. Yeah. Like, decide. I think that I think that they deserve it. The players are are brilliant this season, and sometimes it's like I see it, the stars aligning. Yeah, maybe it is their their season, and then you get what you want. And Tuchel gets sacked. <laughs> I don't want him sacked. I just <laughs> I, I, I'm heartbroken that we sacked Frank for something that I don't believe is any better. That's all. Who's your pick? Yeah, Pep Guardiola. For one, just the style of football, like I love watching them. If they're playing, I want to watch the game because I just yeah. love watching them. I think they're incredible to watch. They've dominated the league. They're in the Champions League final. They're probably going to win that. They won the Carabao Cup as well. Um, and in a season when absolutely everyone and all the experts in the world would have told you we're now entering a period of dominance for Liverpool. Yeah. They won the Champions League and ran City so close that year and then absolutely dominated the league last year by by a mile. It was like everyone was saying, this is it now, it's Liverpool now. Klopp's Liverpool, we're entering a new era of dominance for Liverpool. And the next, <laughs> they finished third somehow and Pep, as Pep's Man City, have just gone back to their rightful place, basically. Who would you say is the biggest disappointment this season? Um, is in is in the whole team where they finished? Well, you got to say Arsenal, aren't you? I suppose. Like Arsenal, Tottenham, one of the two. Tottenham, are, for me, I I look at Arsenal's team and I don't actually think that they should be any higher than fifth, sixth. Mm. Whereas Tottenham squad, I feel like they've got the players to be pushing for fourth mm. um, and finishing in seventh. Way off, by the way. You're worried for Tottenham now. Like, you know, they've got to appoint the right manager and they're going to lose Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, they're going to go down on the like, further down the pecking order. Yeah. What's the, what, tell me, what's the Conference League? What's the Europa Conference League? I didn't even know it was a thing until this weekend. Yeah. So, basically, the te- you've got now your Champions League, yeah. which is the top four teams, and you've got your Europa, which is the top, this, the next two. Yeah. And then now you've got the next team, which is seventh place, which is the, the Europa Conference League. Right. Sponsored by Tired Exhausted, <laughs> MOT Centers nationwide. Is it like the um, Auto yeah. Shield? Auto yeah. It's it's something like what's it called? Papa John's trophy. I don't know who sponsored it. The, the Papa John's or the I just always remember it, the auto windscreen shield. <laughs> what was the one that came in? It was like some sort of sports drink, I'm sure, at one point, um, that was sponsoring the cup. Uh, yeah. It might have been Seven Up or like Mountain Dew. I'm sure it was Mountain Dew when that first came out. Mountain Dew Cup. You know, like it's ridiculous. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, so it's a league. So that's what it is. Elite. It's the same as the Europa League, basically, right. just, just not as good. Bloody. But, I know we've gone on quite a lot here, but just a quick one. But do you think adding another European league in sort of takes it away a little bit from... I mean, now we've got seven places for for Europe when yeah. there used to be three. You used to have... Your top team was in the Champions League, what used to be the 
the U- European Cup. Yeah. And then and then you had your next two, which were in the in the UEFA Cup. Mm. Um, and that was it. And yeah. and it was a bit special playing. You know, you had Inter Milan, the all Inter Milan, Juventus, yeah. um, Real Madrid. There was just quite a few small number of teams. Now, you know, you're playing teams from Wales in the Champions League. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. It's the, mm, I know what you mean, but but it's better than the bloody European Super League. We don't want oh, that. Oh God! Well, you know, I, I don't think I don't think that will not happen. I think at some point there'll have to be a reshuffle, and I think that the money is there's too much money in football mm. now for people not to want to get involved in because they're greedy, aren't they? Mm. Um, and and at the end of the day, when the Champions League first started. It was exactly the same. It just we didn't have social media, so it wasn't common knowledge. Like that, the Champions League was starting, and we didn't have an opinion because it was all of a sudden we're doing a Champions League, and that was it. People really didn't have anywhere to vent their anger, and yeah, didn't but, really know as much. But, but, Whereas but, now, it, it was still a competition that you could qualify for and then not qualify for the next year. Yeah. Whereas the Super League is just a money. Yeah. The Super League is just we're going to play over here, and we never have to compete against you. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. That, that's silly. That's just against everything we love about football. That's that's what I mean. I think that will happen at some point. I think that, that that someone will try and shake it up again, but I think it has to be done in a completely different way. It mm. has to be open. Mm. Um, and it depends who gives you the most money, doesn't it? If you if you done the European Super League. And it was just the same format as the Champions League, but a different kind of group of people that were running it. Mm. And they all said, right, we'll give you 100 million each every game and then a billion pound contract at the end of it. You're going to go, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's many um, talks. Quick one at the end. Um, if you were Tottenham, who would you be looking to to replace Harry Kane? Haaland, <laughs> no. Um, Assuming they're not going to get Haaland or Mbappe, or do you, know, do you know? Do you know who I would have if I was Tottenham, and I would hear hear for this to happen? And I've said this to you a few times, and I didn't watch him as much as I should have beforehand. But Callum Wilson is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I, you know, people are going on about Danny Ings. I, I promise you, Callum Wilson's a better player than Danny Ings. He just hasn't had a run in a good team, and he's. He's played up front for us by himself in a very poor Newcastle team and looked like a, a very good player with poor players around him. If he was playing in a good team, he's getting you 25 goals a season, 100%. Mm. Um, he would do well at Tottenham, to be fair, with the players they've got. I think Tottenham, like I say, Danny Ings is meant to be going to Man City, but whether or not that what? happens is another thing. Yeah, so there's, there's talk that it's going to be a massive... Um, bid for for him to go to Man City. I wouldn't do it if I was him. Nah. But at the end of the day, the guy's what thirty maybe now twenty yeah. nine thirty. Mm. And if Man City come and sit, come and sit on my bench for three seasons, mm. we're playing in all these fantastic places, and I'll give you one hundred and fifty grand a week to do it. Yeah, you bite the hand off, really, don't yeah, you? Yeah, of course you would. Just a chance, especially when he's had that many injuries. Yeah. Well, Ollie Watkins. I saw him mentioned. Nah, not not for me. I, I don't think he's ready for for that level yet. I don't think he's he's that. I think he looks good in Aston Villa team that aren't very good. Basically, Sammy Abraham. Um, 
<laughs> well, well, if you lose, yeah, Tommy Abraham will be decent. Mm. Um, I'm just having a look here. Calvert Lewin's not going to go. Watkins is probably your most. What about Chris Woods? Mm. I mean, I, I wouldn't have him, but he's he's higher. He, he scored more goals than Danny Ings. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, isn't it? You look, you mentioned these players. The the mad thing is about this whole season. How much grief did Gareth Bale get? Yeah, up until the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Do you know who who is above in the goal scoring charts who? this season? Marcus Rashford. Is he? Gareth Bale has scored more goals than Marcus Rashford in the Premier League this season. Wow. Sorry, he scored the same amount of goals as him. Oh, amount of goals, yeah. But he's only been here. The yeah. month. Yeah. <laughs> Pass is permanent, Kevin. Pass is permanent. Yeah. Apparently, in Premier League goals, do you know who Chelsea's top scorer was? Um, I will do in one second. <laughs> oh, he's not in the top 25. Wow. Who is it? That's crazy. How have you how have you finished? Fourth, and you haven't got a player that's in the top twelve. You haven't got a player that scored more than ten goals in the Premier League. Like, okay, Werner's scored more, like in terms of all competitions. But in, if we're talking about the Premier League, apparently, Abraham. Huh? Abraham. Apparently, our top scorer was Jorginho with seven all penalties. Your favorite player is your top scorer as well. <laughs> all he does is give the ball away and score penalties. Nicholas Pepe has scored more goals than your all of your players. Yeah. That's saying something. And that's what I mean. Werner needs to score more goals. Yeah, he does need to score more goals. Yeah, 100%. When when he, when Chris Wood and Callum Wilson, who have only played half a season, <laughs> scores more goals than your forward in a good team, that's when you need to worry. <laughs> all right, mate. Um, we should speak after the Champions League final. Yeah, definitely. I'll either be in an amazing mood or I'll be ranting and just... There'll either be, there'll be either fireworks and, and champagne getting sprayed all over or all I'll have the whole night will be... He's kicked him in the back of the leg! <laughs> He's kicked him in the back of the leg! <laughs> that will be it constantly. Um, yeah, let's talk Let's talk after the Champions League final and then we can go into the Euros countdown. Yeah, we start talking about England more. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's going to be fantastic. Mate, where can we find you on social media? What's your handle? Yeah, Anne Rutherford on Anne Rutherford on Twitter or Instagram as well. Anthony Rutherford on Instagram. Okay, go and check him out. He's I'm not very, very good at that. I'm not very good at that, mate. Go and see all his good-looking pictures. <laughs> Cheers, Come mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Take care.